welcome to Greener Fields with me, your host, Hannah Nash. Here, I'll be chatting with people all around the world about the realities of life in your 20s and 30s, especially regarding what life is like living in Ireland or abroad. The good, the bad, the funny and the ugly, and everything else in between to help you decide whether the grass is always greener on the other side or just greener wherever you water it. Enjoy! Tara Winter, welcome to Greener Fields. How are you getting on? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Well, listen, before we get started, whereabouts are you in the world and what time is it and what day is it even? Um, I'm in Perth, Australia, and it is 5 to 2 p.m. Tuesday. (laughs) For those listening, it is um, 5 to 6 a.m. on Tuesday morning in Westport County, Mayo. So we are looking (laughs) very different. I have never looked more tired, but thank God this doesn't go anywhere. But listen, let's get straight into it, Tara. I would love you to tell us a little bit about yourself for those who may not know you to get a little bit of an introduction. Yeah, so my name's Tara. I'm 25 from Waterford. Um, what else? <laughs> I'm big into the gym. Yeah. Um, studied exercise and health studies in WIT for four years, where I met yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I then went on to work in gyms for about three years. And then when lockdown hit, I went on to do online coaching, kind of with the rest of the industry um then when I was doing that I decided since I was doing that from online why not do it from somewhere sunny so I moved to Barcelona for about seven or eight months and now I'm living in Australia wow this is so exciting it's these conversations are so great because we get to catch up but we also get to talk a little bit about your journey over the last few years when it comes to travel living in Ireland and working so like you mentioned we know each other from college um yeah. it feels like a long time ago but also feels like yesterday I'm not sure if you're the same um but when I knew you there when you're we graduating it was into the pandemic and you were living at home like we all were at that time um can you tell me a little bit about how I guess your pandemic so how that went for you living at home with work closing how was those I guess few months leading into a few years for you um yeah I found them really tough because obviously you went from like full-time college and working to like nothing like literally everything like especially me working in a gym they were closed for so long so a lot of my friends were still working from home and stuff and I was just sitting at home like twiddling my fingers um the first lockdown was a little bit okay because we were still finishing college so obviously had a lot of work to do so I was like occupied um and then the rest of the lockdowns were like they did drag a lot um but I kind of just made the most of them and like put a lot of work and time into myself Mm -hmm. um and that's when I started up online coaching as well so I kind of put a lot of time into my business Mm -hmm. um so that kept myself occupied um but yeah living at home was kind of tough (laughs) um just because you're at home all the time and then like not even being able to go more than two kilometers that was hard but luckily I live really close to a beach so I could still like actually go for walks on the beach and stuff like that but like it wasn't the worst in the world it's funny I think um we all kind of had this appreciation for our home like our two kilometers and we kind of we be really like fond of it and Tremor is such a beautiful beach to be able to walk to but yeah you, you did that and you set up this business and you know 
before we kind of get into like you mentioned you, you, you did Barcelona you're in Australia which is obviously going to be a big part of this conversation I'd love to hear a little bit about maybe your relationship with travel um and was it something like you always wanted to do or or is it something that maybe you kind of grew into the idea through the pandemic that you were like I need to go away I need to move out I need to emigrate or was it something that you've always known you wanted to do at some point yeah I think COVID definitely changed my mindset around it um like before a couple of months ago I've never been outside of Europe or on a long haul flight so like I don't didn't have much experience with like a lot of traveling growing up like we would have always went on family holidays just to you know the normal places Spain France and that so um I'm also not a super independent person like I'd never would have thought I would have moved country on my own um never in a million years thought I'd do that like some people do like my brother went off and traveled Asia for six months on his own and I still don't think I'd be able for that just yet but never say never Mm -hmm. um so yeah I definitely think COVID just changed things and it changed my whole mindset of things especially being so restricted to not even being able to go past two kilometers or five kilometers Mm -hmm. that that just made me more than ever want to just go and see different parts of the world yeah and just kind of get out there a bit yeah, it, it, I think it changed that for a lot of people. That's what I'm hearing so far with these conversations. If, if it didn't change it, maybe maybe accelerated it. Um, yeah. It seems like that's something that maybe happened to you. Um, but before you could go to all these different places and, and you know, we'll start chatting about Barcelona really, really soon. But you had to have a, a capacity to, you know, work online. And like you said, you spent a lot of the pandemic building a business. But something you also did, which I think is, is definitely worth uh, mentioning, is kind of the photo shoot that you did and the discipline it would have taken to get there. I'd love to, because it's something I obviously don't have any experience with. <laughs> I'd love to talk <laughs> a little bit about maybe how that transition worked from, you know, doing the photo shoot, getting yourself into such incredible shape to then take your business online before you decided to move to Barcelona um, for six or seven months. Yeah, so um, that was a big part of me like working on myself during lockdown because I didn't have a whole lot else to do so a few of my friends at home are big into like bodybuilding and stuff so they were all prepping for a competition and myself and one of my friends decided we'd kind of do the prep with them but just do a photo shoot and just kind of put like all this time and focus into us we were like let's just challenge ourselves more than anything mm-hmm. um so did that kind of dieted and like trained really really hard for like I think it was three or four months um did the photo shoot then which was incredibly challenging but like really good I think I learned a lot about myself um how disciplined and determined I am um that's also something if you said to me a year beforehand like that I would have done that I would have been like nah <laughs> laughed in your face so that's like another big thing that I I did that I've actually really surprised myself with um but yeah, it taught me a lot about myself and I do think it kind of helped me build my business a little bit as well because obviously people, if you're looking for a coach or a PT, you want someone to like lead by example. So you want someone who is living that lifestyle or like able to commit and is determined to reach their goals and stuff like that. So I think that definitely helped in that sense. Um, But yeah, it was, it was challenging, but it was really fun and learned a lot about myself (laughs) I can imagine I can imagine it's one of those things where 
you know if you do anything tough or anything that needs a little bit of resilience you, that's where you learn everything about yourself because you're like faced with oh it'd be so easier not to do this <laughs> it would be so easier yeah. <laughs> um but like you said that that kind of really I guess in a way supported you building your business and maybe your presence um and maybe your own kind of marketing tools and things like that and then I'd love to hear this this podcast is a lot about decisions and how we make them and why we make them but around that time you made a decision to go to Barcelona I'm pretty sure on your own um can you tell me how that came about because that is really interesting <laughs> Yeah, so it's actually, it was so random and out of nowhere. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I had, after lockdown, I got a job in a new gym and I loved it. Everything was going really, really good. But I had always kind of said throughout lockdown um, that like I just wanted to get away. And I had been asking friends like who wants to come with me and stuff like that. And it had kind of gone on a couple of months and I realized that everyone is at different stages of their lives. And that I can't really be waiting for other people to come with me. Like some of my friends were doing masters, some are living with their boyfriends, some have kids, some are getting married. Do you know, everyone is at different stages of their life. So I just decided if I keep waiting, it's not going to happen. So something just clicked in me one day and I was like, I'm going to go, going to go to Spain. I knew a few people in Barcelona. So I was like, going to go to Barcelona. And I knew if I, thought about it too much I'd probably talk myself out of it because it was such like a daunting thing that I didn't think I would have the courage to do so one day I just decided um I was going to work and I just said to my manager by the way I'm leaving in like two months just giving you a heads up and he was like what (laughs) I was like yeah I'm gonna move to Spain (laughs) he was like okay this is so random uh so then I went home and said it to my parents and I had kind of mentioned it a little bit before that but they were like okay she's actually doing this like they didn't think they kind of thought I was all talked you know I don't think they actually thought I would follow through with it um but typical me style really last minute um I think I was due to finish up work in like a week or two and everyone was like when are you going and I was like yeah I still don't have my flights or accommodation booked so so last minute I think I booked my flights like a week before I left (laughs) and you were just gone and then you were just in yeah it, I think it's just like I'm going see ya <laughs> it's 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 a situation I think sometimes they we were told like we have to think about it a lot but sometimes it's a very fine line between thinking about it a lot and thinking too much about it that it doesn't happen and I feel like that yeah. all the time so like you like you said you could have talked yourself out of it so easily because if you thought about it too much and then you obviously didn't do that and, and at one stage you did book those flights and you did go yeah. to Spain and like that is and I think particularly after after living at home and being in the pandemic just previously to that, what was that transition like from, you know, living in Waterford, living at home with your parents, working in a, like a, a local gym to then suddenly, literally overnight, you were in a different country, like where a, lang- a different language is spoken. You know, you knew a few people, but not that many. How how did that go? Um, yeah, it was a bit crazy. Like I lived at home all through college. So that was my first time actually living outside of home and it was in like a whole different country on my own with a different language so yeah it was a bit um a bit crazy but um luckily I actually made friends with this girl on Facebook so the Facebook page is like Irish in Barcelona or whatever city you're going to for anyone that's going 
there's pages like for all around the world and they're really really helpful so I had been looking on those for like accommodation and stuff and a girl reached out to me and she was like oh I'm moving around the same time as you we should look for a place together so I got chatting to her we ended up then being on the same flight there so we actually like traveled together um and then started like hunting for an apartment as soon as we got there together and then eventually got one so even though I went on my own I was actually kind of with her from the very beginning um even though she was a complete stranger from online um and all my family were like are you sure it's not like a 50 year old man you're going to meet <laughs> when you meet them in the airport I was like no no she's real valid, valid fear valid fear <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we had been voice noting back and forth and stuff so um yeah that was nice to have that so even though I was going on my own I wasn't completely on my own once I got there and the language barrier wasn't as big of a deal as I thought it would like I had been learning a bit of Spanish just on like Duolingo and stuff before I went and I actually think I came home knowing less Spanish than I did when I moved there because I ended up like I was working from home so I was like on my own in the apartment most of the day but all my clients were Irish and then any friends I made there were all English speaking so I actually wasn't using Spanish at all um I knew the basics just for like shops and restaurants and stuff but even if you attempt to speak Spanish they kind of knew that you <laughs> didn't have great Spanish so they, they just start talking to you in English so like that didn't help either so I actually didn't use much of it even even when I tried a little bit um so yeah I didn't find that to be a massive barrier I suppose um the living out of home, like my family home was definitely a big change, but like I made a good few friends pretty quick and settled in. And mom always says like, you could actually just go anywhere in the world and settle in. Like I'm, I'm a bit of a homebird, but at the same time, she's like, you you definitely could just be gone for however long and never miss any of us. So I'm like, no, I do miss you, but I am happy out just doing my own thing as well. That's, it, it's cool because like you know maybe in that sense maybe you're a homebird to whatever home means to you at that time so like maybe like in Barcelona yeah a different place you know um and and like you said like you you it's so interesting that you literally went on the same flight from that girl with that girl and that kind of was you know that friendship happened because you both put yourself out there on this Facebook group it's just really interesting but how else did you make like your other friends that you mentioned that you worked from home um did you just was did you follow through with any more of those Facebook group meetups or was it just through friends of friends? Because I think particularly after the, the years before that in the pandemic, I don't know about you, but I definitely thought I forgot how to interact with people in person. <laughs> like like I remember I remember being so aware of how I was in a room after the pandemic like I would think I had like a pandemic hangover for years where I was like, <laughs> is, it, is that the right way to go about that in person but how did you find that transition from really having to put yourself out there quite quickly after having to not do that for a while yeah I actually didn't mind it at all like I didn't find it that hard to make friends um I think I've always kind of made friends quite easily mm-hmm. um so I originally made friends so myself and the girl that I basically moved over there with we just started going out like to Irish pubs and stuff and then you meet people like we met a, a group of girls and they were like oh we're having pre-drinks next week if you want to come over so then we went over to their house and like you just start going out with these people and then um one of the girls was really big into like the gym and she did like calisthenics and all this stuff so I started getting into that and like trying that out with her so then like you're hanging out with them 
not just drinking, but like actually doing other stuff as well. And then a lot of them played for the GAA team um, in Barcelona, which is my one regret while living there was not joining it. But I thought, like, I haven't played GAA since primary school. So I was like, no, I'm going to look like an idiot. I don't want to join. So I didn't, but they all played. So I ended up making friends with their friends. And like, I kind of knew a lot of the people on the team, even though I didn't play. So yeah, kind of just met a few people and then just made friends through friends and went from there. It's it's Irish pubs uh, and uh, the GAA team is the hack to make. I think honestly, <laughs> having spoken to a couple of people so far, like there is something so special about being Irish abroad because there's a sense of like you look out for one another. Um, and one of one of the other girls I've chatted to has like you could they couldn't do enough for you. Like straight away they were inviting you to pre drinks because at some point someone had to invite them for the first time. And it's just so yeah. such a lovely thing to hear that it's just such a such a great thing to hear. But you know, so you had, you made friends, you were working from home, but I'd love to hear a little bit about living in Spain and maybe the kind of cultural just adjustments. Like you said, the language wasn't too mad, but because it's definitely a country like Barcelona, I remember seeing your stories and you're like on Instagram, like it looked beautiful. And like you were a city on the beach, the weather looked amazing. Was the, was it just a lovely place to be for seven or eight months? Yeah, I actually loved it because I lived in the countryside in Ireland and then I went to live in, in the city and everything is so close. Like I could walk to the beach, but like I could also walk to the city centre with all the shops in like two minutes as well. Um, Just like so busy, like the nightlife, there's just constantly stuff happening. Um, So that was like a big adjustment, but I loved how close it was or even like a metro station is always only like two minutes away and you can hop on and kind of go anywhere. Um. I did love it. It's so pretty. The beaches there, like the sunsets, the sunrises. Like I went on, did a few hikes and stuff. Like just so pretty. Such such a beautiful city. Um, it is kind of rough though. So I was also pretty aware of that. I'd heard of a few people I knew before I moved there that like had kind of got mugged and stuff. Um, one of my friends did while she was there as well. Um just people like robbing your phone like everyone says keep your phone and your purse like on you because it'll be gone before you even realize it so there definitely is rough parts and like I'd always be careful if you're walking anywhere on your own especially like later at night to try to get a taxi or whatever um as much as you can so those parts were kind of scary and definitely a cultural shock coming from like living in the country and even just like Tremor because it's such like a small town and everyone knows everyone so that part was quite scary but um the city itself absolutely beautiful and it was just a bit mad like they constantly had parades and stuff like that on like you just be in your apartment and next minute you can hear like fireworks going off you look out the window and there's just loads of fireworks you don't even know why or what they're celebrating it's just like every other week there's something on or you'd hear all this noise and like singing and stuff and you look down the street and it's just a big parade passing with everyone dressed up and like again you don't know what they're celebrating but like this kind of thing was happening every week it was it was a bit mad to see but yeah really cool I really did like the city obviously that time away made you maybe spark something in you because like you mentioned earlier you are now in Australia um and I'd love to hear a little bit about the decision to go you're like no I, you're not just finished you're emigrating for seven or eight months you didn't decide to stay there or go somewhere else in Europe you decided no I'm gonna go to 
um, and live there and emigrate there. How did that come about? Is that something that was always on your mind or did this kind of time in Barcelona spark that further in you? Yeah, so I've kind of always wanted to go to Australia, but I don't think I would have actually made the move that far on my own. Um, It's kind of always something like, yeah, I'd love to do that, but like I probably won't. Just one of those things. And um, then one of my friends, Sarah, um, she came over to Barcelona to visit me and she was like, I'm going to get my visa and go to Australia. She was like, I'm not waiting around for people anymore. Like, I'm just going before I turn 26. And I was like, I'm going to come with you. I just kind of invited myself. <laughs> um, but I was like, that sounds great. I want to go as well, but I don't want to go on my own. So I'm going to come with you. Um, so that was around this time last year in March. And then um she had said like she was planning on going around September so I moved home to Ireland in August July or August I think and um worked for a couple of months just saved up money and we ended up moving in October um so her brother actually lives here in Perth so she was coming to Perth regardless of if I was coming or not um and yeah because she was coming I was just like yeah sounds good sign me up um and I actually kind of wanted to go to Sydney originally because I knew so many people like so many people from home are in Sydney at the moment um but she was going to Perth so I was like right I'm gonna go to Perth with you and I'm actually really happy with that decision because I haven't been to Sydney yet or I haven't been to like other big cities in Australia but a lot of people I've spoken to in Perth who have previous decision we made I definitely will go visit them at some stage but that's how we ended up in Perth <laughs> And that's where you are right now. Um, and yeah. it's, it's it's not just like it's we're going to get into it because you don't just have a, a kind of a normal job in Perth, nine to five. You don't have a place. You're doing something which I think a lot of people are doing that I have no clue about is this you work <laughs> an oil rig um, and you do a couple of weeks of work on. If, this is just what I know. A couple of weeks of work on, a couple of weeks of work <laughs> off um, and really harsh conditions. Um, it's really difficult to find accommodation all these different things but I want to know so you got to Perth was this always on the cards that you were going to go work in an oil rig or did was the broccoli farm or avocado farm or somewhere slightly less aggressive on the cards or was this always the way you were going to do your kind of um, regional work if that's what it's called no this like is not at all what I planned (laughs) I definitely couldn't imagine myself doing what I'm doing now if you asked me a year ago I would have been like no (laughs) no way um so yeah it's a bit mad but um we came here and we kind of spent the first month or two just in holiday mode just exploring Perth and just getting settled in really and then we went to look for jobs obviously wanted to do our regional work to get our second year visa so we had been looking at just doing like kind of doing some farm work or even hospitality work just up north or somewhere that's considered regional um, so basically regional work is anything that's outside of like the big cities so you kind of have to move out a bit um, so we were looking into those we were applying for a good few and kind of not hearing anything back and then luckily we had contacts with someone who works in the mines so he said he was like I have um, I know someone who needs to trade assistance um, if you do all these courses you can have the job so we went off and did some courses and stuff um and did all the application and everything and then started just before Christmas so I spent my first Christmas in Australia working up the mines 
um, on an iron ore mine, um, working as an electrical trade assistant. So completely different to what I had been doing before. I just put a pause on personal training and online coaching um, and just kind of fully dived into this new experience, I suppose, just something different. Um, but yeah, it's not at all what I had expected, to be honest, what I expected to be doing when I arrived in Australia. What, what is it? What, what are you up to? What, are you, what is the day to day look like or a week to week, a month to month look like? Because it's just from what I've seen on your stories, it sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit. So, um, yeah, so it's the mines. That, there's loads of mines in Australia. Um, so far, I have been working on iron ore mines. And next week, I'm actually going to a gold mine. So that sounds kind of interesting. Um, basically, I have been working on projects where they're building like a new conveyor belt that the iron ore goes on. Um, pretty much just assisting electricians in their work. Um, but it's called so it's called FIFO for anyone who doesn't know because I didn't know much about this before I came here either. But it stands for fly in, fly out. So basically, the company flies you to work, and what I have been doing all along is two weeks on, one week off. So they fly me to work, I work for two weeks, and then they fly me home, and then I have a week off. So for the two weeks, you're working like 14 days straight, 12 hour shifts. So it is a lot it's like quite taxing on your body and stuff um it's also some days 40 plus degrees heat and you're covered in head like head to toe because you have to wear long pants long sleeves hard boots hard hat gloves like you're literally covered head to toe in 40 plus degrees heat it is intense but it is a good laugh like I actually have been loving it so much especially when I first started over Christmas, it was really quiet because a lot of people obviously booked Christmas off. And I think that was the best time to start because it was a really small crew and we just had like a proper feel for it. Um, and now I kind of have an idea of like what I'm doing and everyone has been so nice and patient, even though we're completely new to the industry and we didn't know what the hell we were doing. They're, they've been so nice and helpful. And everyone says like, the people that you work with literally become your family because you're away working with them for two weeks straight, like literally all day, every day for two weeks. That a lot, especially the people who live in Perth who actually have like a wife or a husband and kids and stuff. They're like, you actually spend more time with your work people than you do with your actual family. It's like your work friends become your family. And I've definitely made some amazing friends through this job, even though I've only been doing it for like two or three months. I've made some friends for life already. Um because like you work for 12 hours and then you go for dinner together and then you might go to the gym or like there's a pub so like everyone will just like sit around and socialize so you're, you're literally with them all day every day for two weeks straight so it's a bit of a a mad one but I actually really enjoy it as hard as the work is and like it's definitely a big shock to the system doing 14 12 hour shifts in a day and nothing like I had ever experienced before even just the type of work like it's basically working in construction um it is really good and I'm loving the whole new experience and just learning new things and meeting new people and stuff so yeah I'm actually loving it <laughs> just it sounds so so difficult like in my head the idea like the, the heat alone um and being moved out and like the lack of you know maybe routine that you can get into but like you said 
there is positives like you have become very close friends with the people you work with um you are in a completely different industry and it's just experience like you're experiencing so many things that you never in, probably ever thought you would um but I think there's something about the the FIFO life or the idea that you're on and off for two weeks and one week that I'd love to chat about is the idea of how or if it's possible to feel settled somewhere um when you're away from home and like you know making new friends in Perth or is that something that you can do just yet like you're with Sarah who is probably like a, a, a such a great lifeline to have there because you're going through it together um but is that something that you're not really thinking too much about yet like when or are you going to wait until you finish this or is it something you're trying to build both at the same time when it comes to kind of community feeling settled how does that even work with this type of job yeah so the housing crisis in Perth is diabolical like it's so hard to get a house so luckily we have Sarah's brother here so we're actually staying with him and his family like we're still living with him um we've been flat out looking for accommodation and it's just so hard to find anything but like they're amazing like we're so lucky to have them um especially with being away for work then it's kind of easier because like we're not here all the time on top of them um but like I do feel so like they make us feel so welcome and comfortable here so like I do feel like this is my home um but yeah when we go away for work for two weeks and then we come home like you just kind of settle back in to life here like when I'm away I like I still on camp you still have the gym and stuff like that so I can still keep that going that's like part of my routine and then when I come home um still do that but then I can catch up with friends so I actually made a load of friends in Perth before I started work so I still get to see them on my weeks off and catch up with them so like like when I'm at work obviously working making money spending time with all my work friends but then when I come home it's just like my downtime and I get to relax and still go to the gym and then catch up with all my friends in Perth as well so like every couple of weeks um but like I don't feel unsettled or anything like I actually have just kind of adjusted to this lifestyle that this is what it is um and yeah I'm actually so fine with it <laughs> it just goes to show I think that you can get used to a lot of things like if you just give it time like for me if, if that sounds so far and maybe to you at the if before you even started you were like how is this gonna work but it just works it, you just make it yeah work. it becomes what you do um and it's just so interesting because obviously I have no idea what that whole experience is like and is it something that you'll do long term or is it something that you'll only do for a couple of months um I'm not sure yet because obviously um I'm doing it now like as part of my regional work and to get my second year visa I only need to do 88 days and then in my second year to get my third year visa I'll have to do six months of regional work um but I probably will keep it going because I'm employed as casual so I'm not like on a roster or a salary or anything I can basically book off as much time as I want with the company that I'm with so I think I probably will keep it going because I do enjoy the work and like it's good income and stuff um so I probably will keep it going but just like start not like now that I've saved up a bit just start booking off like longer periods of time and like do bits of travel and stuff in between and then like yeah. work for a little bit and then book some more time off and stuff like that just because it is casual it's so handy to be able to do that whereas if I went and got another job like it mightn't be as easy to be booking the time I'm off I do want to get traveling so like it is a really really good way to do it I think um just being able to 
take the time off whenever you want you like we have a calendar a work calendar and you can literally just book in your R&R whenever you want and then if you're free to work they'll just send you work like they'll send you an invitation to work and you can just accept or decline it if you want so um yeah I like the sound of that so I probably will just keep that going because I can obviously just work as much or as little as I want (laughs) I guess the flexibility of it is something that I didn't know was possible but that sounds great like if you can have a little bit more um I guess autonomy on your time and things like that it, why wouldn't you do it if you're enjoying it um yeah but, you know it's a, it's such a cool thing you mentioned a lot of the highlights so when it comes to like the friends and and the, the the just different um industry and the money as well what's the toughest thing about it for anyone listening who's like this sounds something like like something I could be interested in is there anything that you tell someone before they started about this particular role because it's so unique I don't know anyone else doing it um I suppose the toughest part is well like there's a few definitely like it is really long hours like you do have to be prepared for that um like I at home I think the most the longest shifts I would have done would have been like eight or ten hours so then doing 12 hour shifts and like you're out in the sun all day like there's no shade um really tough especially for my Irish skin yeah. I'm not not equipped for it um also you miss a lot of stuff like you kind of have to just accept that like my friends in Perth could be planning stuff and doing stuff like and you do miss a lot of those things um so that can be tough um what else yeah I think just the the toll it takes on your body like by the end like I'm always fine the first few days or the first week and then by the end of the swing I'm just absolutely shattered like the first day or two when I get back to Perth all I want to do is just sleep and relax and just kind of let my body recover because like you're on your feet a lot as as well for like the full shift almost and the heat and everything like and then when you're on camp like it's it's good like they have like they basically they fly you up they pay for your flights they um provide all your meals and everything like that and you have like gym and all this stuff so like it is good all the stuff they provide but then the rooms are like little prison cells <laughs> they're like tiny little rooms and you can hear everything through the walls so like if the person next door is doing anything or like waking up early or going to bed late or even just like opening and closing the door like you can just hear everything so like little things like that is kind of hard especially if you're after having a really long day and you just want to get some sleep um they're kind of little things so like I wasn't really prepared for but yeah they're not they're not like the worst but they're just like little things it's you're gonna appreciate your home in Tremor so much more when you get back after after those type of living conditions but you know something I'd love to I know a little bit about like you said a lot of Irish people go to places like Sydney and Melbourne um I know a lot of people there Perth would be a place that I would know a lot less people um if I'm correct it's the one that's furthest away from everywhere else um but apparently it is absolutely stunning and I'd love to hear like a little bit about what your thoughts so far on like you said you spent a couple of months before you started this job living in Perth traveling Perth meeting people in Perth tell me a little bit about Perth (laughs) yeah Perth is Bob I actually love it um we're living in a suburb about 20 minutes from the city um it's yeah it is a lot further so like western Australia is like way further than 
the rest of Australia, I suppose, like they're a lot closer together, but it's the closest to Ireland. Wow. <laughs> Australia. So it's the less less of a long travel home life. So um yeah, it's really nice though. Um beaches are fab, the city is is close um and like really accessible. Um it's a lot more spread out than I thought it would be. You really do need a car here, like which is a big change, say from Barcelona, because I was able to walk everywhere or just like hop on a metro. Where here, if I want to go to the beach, I have to get like two buses um, or else get an Uber, which like Ubers are fine. They're not too expensive here, but like we were just getting Ubers a lot. So it does add up, but um, we have access to a car now. So it's all good. So we can kind of do some exploring. There's still loads of stuff that we haven't had a chance to do that like, I have on the list <laughs> and I'm like waiting to do. Um, but yeah, I really like it. It's actually really small. This is like one of the things I love about it it's it's way smaller than I had expected in terms of like we have gone out and like you'd meet people and then the next night you'd go out you could go to a completely different place and you'd meet the same people or you'd meet a friend of that person or like I went to the beach once like a beach a good bit away from me and bumped into one of the guys I know like you just actually see the same people like everywhere which is insane because like it is a big city but I don't know it's just really weird like I keep bumping into all the same people wherever I go that's so cool I guess that adds the sense of community and feeling part of something that is really important and maybe particularly being from um you know Tremor like near Tremor and Waterford that's part of something that you grew up with so how special is that that you can have that in a completely other side of the world it's probably is is probably more important than we even realize that kind of sense of community or being you know just part of something but like you said yeah you traveled you lived in Barcelona on your own and then you came to Australia with with another person with Sarah um a lot of people are always kind of thinking should they stay or should they go should they wait um what does that look like should we find someone else what would your change like different experiences have been could you compare them like Barcelona on your own versus Australia with Sarah the highs and lows between the two because there are two quite different experiences that you've recently experienced yeah um Barcelona I found like I learned a lot about myself because I was on my own and like I had to but it like as much as I had like all these friends and the girls I lived with were amazing and yeah like I did really enjoy it I just found I think more so because I was working at home I was on my own a lot so like it it was like a little bit more lonely at times and I think I was a bit more homesick even though home was so much closer I do think I missed my family a lot more but just because I probably had more time to like sit and think about it um whereas here I haven't had that at all like because especially living with Sarah's brother and his family like there's such like a sense of family here and then I obviously have Sarah and we've literally been connected at the hip the whole time we've been here up until a couple of weeks ago because we were on the same job and then we got separated to different jobs and now she's away at work at the minute and I'm home in Perth so like we're not going to see each other for a few weeks but up until then like we've literally been connected the whole time um so yeah extremely different experiences um as much as I liked Barcelona and like having to like that time to I suppose focus on myself and like learn a lot about myself I think because I already have that done that now I'm really enjoying just like experiencing this with one of my best friends mm-hmm. and like both of us making all the same friends like we have a nice little 
circle of friends going on and stuff like that and yeah just experiencing everything together it's a lot less daunting especially because this was such like a far move and I don't think I would have done it on my own to be honest um has has this all this travel and emigrating has it changed you yeah definitely definitely much more of like an independent person than I would have been before um and just like my mindset around different things I think has definitely like developed and grown a lot (laughs) I think it's one of those things where I guess it's kind of like how could it not you know um yeah you like you said you you have done a variety of different versions of it and now you're in your next your current version and it's just it's so interesting to hear the difference between both experiences because they they're so you know they are so different like going to Barcelona European city very close to home and you feel actually you felt maybe more homesick there um yeah you do in Australia and just sometimes I I think it's really important to to mention when it comes to you know traveling how maybe you dealt with that kind of homesickness or even times now when you feel a little bit like you know a little bit like oh my god what am I doing or if there's any kind of those emotions homesickness how do you how do you deal with them because I think they're really universal feelings um I always just like I'd ring home anyway just to like see and hear from them um it's a little bit harder now with the time difference (laughs) I find it hard to get hold of people because like if I'm if I'm waking up everyone else is like going to sleep (laughs) or if like my middle of the day I'm trying to think that the time zone just confuses me so much. <laughs> yeah, we'll to <laughs> when you wake up, it's my middle of the day, but like you're all asleep or you're all working. Yeah. Most people are working. So like it's hard to actually get hold of people. Um, but yeah, I'd ring home and then I just kind of like do things to focus on myself, like go for a walk on the beach, listen to a podcast, stuff like that. And I think in Barcelona, it was even though I felt more homesick, I was actually able to see people more often because like I think when I was there three months Sarah came over to visit and then after four months my parents came over to visit and then I went home to visit like a month or two later as well so I was actually able to like see people and stay in touch much better um where here obviously the time zone makes it different difficult to chat to people but then I'm not seeing them either like I'm here since October and I just booked flights yesterday to go home for Christmas so that will be like 14 months since I've seen everyone um which is crazy but yeah thankfully I'm not experiencing the homesickness and stuff too much here but like if I am just ring or text home just see how everyone is and just like take a little bit to myself and listen to a podcast or music or something I think it's sometimes you go back to the simple things um that actually aren't so simple like just reaching out to people at home and you know I think we live in the most connected age in the world where we actually can't like you know do even do this it's like yeah when you think about it but you know coming towards the end of the podcast I love to ask people a couple of questions when it comes to you know like what 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 your hopes are for the future um short term or long term what are you hoping for when it comes to either life in Australia or FIFO life I'm not even sure if I said that right (laughs) What what are your current hopes and dreams um I think just try travel and explore a bit over the next while especially while I'm in Australia over this side of the world I definitely want to see like more of Asia so like that's on my list um see more of Australia as well just take it all off I don't know if 
like how long I want to stay here. I think I'll definitely stick out the three year visa and then I'll see go from there if I want to stay longer, if I can stay longer, um, or if I'm kind of ready to move home then. Um, but yeah, definitely just get in as much travel as I can um while I'm here and just see different parts of the world and just be happy. <laughs> easier said than done as we know yeah (laughs) um you know has your opinion or thoughts on Ireland changed being away from home yeah I don't know if they've changed or they've just kind of like confirmed themselves um so like before I left especially doing online coaching and and stuff like you kind of really have to put yourself out there on social media when you're advertising for clients and I always found that was something really hard to do because like small town mentality and stuff you know you're always like afraid to post things because people are going to be judging you and you just kind of have to bite the bullet and do it and not really care what people think um and I eventually got past that but when I was in Barcelona and I came home to visit I realized like nothing has changed you know if you go to the local pub it's the exact same people there every single weekend like sitting in the same place like nothing moves forward everything is just mm-hmm. at a standstill like you actually you could be gone away and come back and like not really miss anything um so like I'm glad to actually get away and experience new places and new things in that sense um but also it's made my love for Ireland grow so much more like every time I see people put up Instagrams on like Tremor Beach I'm like oh I just really want to go for a walk on the beach sit down at Molly's have a coffee and just like those simple things like that's what I miss it, it's one of those things where there's there's going to be pros and cons and like you said like the I think home is for me by definition something that doesn't change and that was that's what gives me great comfort when I'm away it's like um it's going to be the exact same and that's the beauty of it it's also yeah the other side to it as well but you know it's it's something where I'm like well it's always going to be there and that's what home is it's something that's never going to not be there and I think that always gives me great comfort when I'm <laughs> when I'm not there but yeah when it comes to Tara um you know pre-pandemic finishing up college um versus the Tara now you've done so 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 much you have traveled so many places you've learned so much about yourself um you've had so many different experiences that I can only imagine you know like are just so crazy like like particularly the job working living traveling is there any bit of advice or pieces of advice you would have given Tara maybe before you decided to go on this kind of like um I guess journey to figure out all these different things that maybe she she maybe maybe not would have appreciated but would have would have uh, maybe needed to hear yeah I think just stop waiting and do it like if you're waiting for other people it's probably not going to happen like you just have to bite the bullet and do it um one thing I kept telling myself when I was like nerdy talking myself out of it but I didn't was that the worst that can happen is you just move back home and you're in the exact same position that you were before you went, you know? So like, no one's going to judge you for like, if you go and it doesn't work out and you come back home, like who cares? At least you can say you tried. So yeah, just stop waiting for other people, like or for the right time or just go and do it. Just go do it. Like it, it's, yeah. it's the simplest things that we need to hear, but you know, like hindsight, like someone said to me recently, it's so easy to connect the dots looking backwards. And that's what yeah. we're but you are living proof of those dots being connected. And now you are 
living this completely different life to the maybe you ever thought you would be in a completely different industry from our long days of exercise and health <laughs> and, and yeah. IT. it's a far stretch from Waterford IT uh, and the um, TNL building but Ty listen it's been so so great to catch up and to hear where you are and like I said I remember you as the person before this all happened and it's just it's really amazing to see you and the kind of adventures you've been on um, and the places you've gone to because like it's just it's just you just grow into such an amazing person and it's just so exciting it's honestly so it's so lovely to see because I can see how happy you are and you've grown into yourself and it's just really um yeah like I said it's really lovely to see but for those who maybe would like to reach out to hear a little bit more about like this crazy job you have and the and everything <laughs> about that in Perth is there anywhere people can reach out to you maybe on Instagram because I do know when I mentioned this episode to a couple of people they're like this is so important because it's such a it's such a specific area and Perth is also specific as well um yeah you. yeah so my Instagram is Tara Winter underscore um so if anyone wants to give me a follow on that if anyone has any questions about moving to Perth or working FIFO or anything like that as well hit me up I think it's there's 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 only so many times you can look at TikToks or um, research online. It's hearing the kind of personal experience of what the reality actually is like. Um, yeah, would be the difference before people for people to either stay or go. But listen, Tara, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate your honesty and your ability to talk about so many different things in this conversation. I absolutely loved it, and I hope you all do too when you're listening. So thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. I have loved it. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Greener Fields. To get involved, follow us on Instagram at Greener Fields and let us know who you'd like us to talk to next. Thank you so much again and I'll chat to you really soon.